0: What's up, 2PCers? Thank you so much for tuning into the second podcast again this week. This is episode number three out of the four. On this particular episode, it's actually just going to be me. We thought we'd try something new here yet again. Tomorrow is going to be the fourth and final podcast for this week, going over the series with the handout that Joe gave. Just answering these questions one by one. Tomorrow, you get to look forward to listening to caleb he goes to our church he helped found historia he's a great dude and i really am excited about having a conversation with him so please tune in again tomorrow but today is day three like i said it's just me i do want to do a quick little what are you into today when i was on my way home from hanging out with my fiance, i was into listening to some maid Vale. i don't know for those of you out there who have heard of them, they a lot of those dudes went to our church when our church was first started. They're amazing dudes. I absolutely love their music. I used to go to all their shows. Please do go find their music. I'm not entirely sure if it's on iTunes, but please go out there and try to find their music. I still love listening to it. Let's jump right into this. So day three, it says we're going to read Matthew 16, 13 through 20, and then we're going to answer the question, Who do you say that I am? So, first, Matthew 16, 13 through 20. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he was asking his disciples, Who do you say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist and others Elijah, but still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barhona, I think it is. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. Because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overpower it. I will give you the keys. Of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he warned his disciples that they should not tell, that they should tell no one that he was the Christ. So the story here is, who do you say I am? And that is the exact question that that is found in here, asking the disciples, who do the Jesus is obviously trying to ask the question, who do you think I am? Not just a man. But to hopefully get out of them that he actually is the Christ. So, who do we as human beings say Jesus is? Frankly, I, I don't want to go with the cliche answer of just agreeing with Peter. Obviously, Peter's correct. Christ is the, the resurrected Christ. He, he wrote, He died while well, He was crucified, He died, He rose on the third day. That that is obviously who who Christ is, based on our our understanding. Now, he was asking Peter this before all these events happened, which is exactly why it's incredible that God revealed that to Peter. But let's get past the super cliche answer. So, who do you say that I am? In my life, I, I for those of you listening, I, I don't know how how well all of, all of you know me or have gotten to know me. Um, my life's been pretty uh, pretty interesting when I when I was uh, pretty young. Um my my dad really was a uh, a pretty kind guy who uh he worked a lot but um when he get ho- <clears throat> when he get home he'd still spend some time with me and I really enjoyed that time and uh for some reason once i got older as as time went on my my dad just became i guess he would say bitter uh, just given his life circumstances. A lot of the time, quite frankly, I don't blame him based on what's happening in in his own life, but, um, I'm still kind of trying to understand him there, but it did start affecting me. And then my my mom, uh, she, she's had a lot of, uh, physical problems. Um, she, let's see here. She had TMJ for a long time because she got into a car accident and didn't know that her jaw was dislocated for like 20 years or something. She does have fibromyalgia. That's confirmed. She had breast cancer. She's had kidney issues. She recently had another procedure done to, to, uh, fix something with like her lymph nodes or something. I think it was. But, um, because of all these issues growing up, um, my, my, my dad, uh, he really was a workaholic and, uh, I mean, I I don't fault him for being kind enough to always be providing for us, putting a roof over our head, food always on the table, clothes on our backs, and I and I do appreciate my father for that. But he he was a workaholic; he was always at work. And my poor mother, uh, because of all these issues that, that I was describing, she uh, she I can remember she'd be incapacitated for um, a week at a time. Uh, she'd have a migraine. I it. Just in total honesty, I, I get a little annoyed whenever people say that they have a migraine and they're at church or at work or out with their friends and they're walking around and doing stuff. It's not a gr- migraine. My, my mom would actually be incapacitated in her bedroom, blind shut, wearing sunglasses fully underneath the covers because of the fact that uh, she just couldn't function. Luckily, a, a lot of that dissipated once uh, she got a, a surgery to fix the TMJ, but um. So, just for, for a very long time in my life, growing up, that was that was one week every single month. Um, I I promise that all this is going somewhere. And then, um, when uh I was in college, I had two jobs. I was broke. It was super difficult. Um, there was a span in my twenties where uh things were actually pretty good. Um, but then, as I have shared on the podcast before, I went through the, just a super ugly divorce one that quite frankly wasn't even necessary if you ask me but um the point is well actually let's rewind a tiny bit because we're really going to dig into a story um within there when i was 21 I, i was dating somebody that i totally shouldn't have been um and i finally had the guts to break up with her but because of because of circumstances around that i lost like almost all of my friends and it was just super uh super difficult so when I was super young, uh, very, very distraught. I was a very, very angsty teenager, uh, and I just really didn't know how to deal with my emotions. Uh, most of college was nothing but work, which is just depressing. And then obviously going through divorce, and then you know, uh, trying to be there for my family who who genuinely did need me. Um, you know, they they really did need me to uh, be there to help them. But um, just when i was 21 uh i was uh i think i might have shared the story at church one time from the pulpit um i i was really i was really struggling in a very bad way and i i remember i had broken up with that girl that i shouldn't have been dating and i was driving my car i i had a uh 2000 honda civic hatchback at the time which is basically a street local go-kart if you ask me but I was headed down 143rd Street in Orland and uh, the only thing that I wanted to listen to was I can only imagine from um, "Mercy Me" it was the acoustic version. That was the only thing that even remotely brought comfort, and I remember I was crying. Um, I uh, I was just in a really bad place. I didn't really feel like I had anyone or belonged. Anywhere, I was not getting along with my parents. I was not getting along with my family. I had lost what I felt like was all of my friends. Um, And so, yeah, I was just driving my car, bawling my eyes out. I didn't know what to do. Quite frankly, I wanted to just drive in oncoming traffic. That seemed like the only good solution at the time. And, I mean, I was pretty much just begging God, God, please just do me a huge favor and take my life. Now, God's funny. And uh, I I do think that God is big on semantics Which is why it's kind of entertaining to tell the story Because I really was thinking like God, you know, take my life We know I think we all know what we mean by that And God said, yeah, I I will take your life I'm going to take your life And I'm going to use it for something good Um, I'm not going to lie I kind of don't know what that good thing is yet Um, As Andrew Clavin puts it uh, The great good thing uh his his memoir about his life but um i uh yeah I, I was just begging god to take my life and god and and i i really did believe god was saying me at that point in time yeah i'm go- i am going to take your life i'm going to take it i'm going to make it worthwhile i'm i'm going to i'm just going to make something out of you, i feel like i'm still waiting for that which i was actually sharing in a in the growth group i, I attend the says growth group what's up they're amazing um, but I, I was, attend- I was, I was explaining that, you know, I just feel like I, uh, am kind of lost in the desert and don't really know where I'm going. And I mean, it's been 12 years since that moment in my life, but, um, I just, I, there's just this all consuming peace that I, to this day, don't know how to explain other than I was just in relationship with God that was the first time that I can say I was honestly filled with the Holy Spirit like I truly felt the Holy Spirit's presence and so the reason I say all that is to go back to the question who do you say that I am and my qu- and my response to that is God is just the ultimate comforter. In our times of need, he hears us. When we are so shaken to our core that we have no more hope and literally want to kill ourselves, he's right there. And th- and that's who uh, that's who I, I say he is. He's the ultimate comforter, and um, the reason that I I put it that way is because of the fact that. Uh, I know we talk about him a lot, but Pastor Justin Kane of New Day Church, he was saying one time, um, who is God to you right now? And the lesson that he was trying to teach is, God will always be pursuing us, no matter what. He's always right there, not necessarily looking for our attention, but looking for us to be loved by him. And he's always, he's, he's, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That, that is scripturally true. But how he's interacting with us is what changes. So, he is the Christ. He is the risen Christ. He is the Son of God. He is one of, one of the three parts of the Trinity. The Godhead three in one. But to me, for the longest time in my life he is the great comforter the one that gives me the ability to go to bed at night even when i am just miserably broken in the absolute worst way uh ways that quite frankly i struggle with talking about a lot of the time it's not and not that i struggle with um wanting to talk about it struggling to put words to it because uh my fiance is so wonderful. She knows me like better than myself usually in my opinion. And she can tell when there's something wrong with, she can tell when there's something wrong like in my heart, even if I can't tell. And, uh, so we'll, we'll just sit there and talk forever. And, uh, that's one of the ways that I do believe God is a great comforter. I, uh, I I couldn't have any better of a partner in life if I'm being honest. Um, yeah so that's who that's who I say God is to me right now. not just the Christ but he's the great comforter. And so for all of you who are listening um, you know ho- hopefully uh, we're on the same page of him being the, the, the risen Christ, the risen Son of God but also uh, I guess uh, feel free to ask yourself well who, who is God to me right now? How is God loving me in the way that I need to be loved at this moment? That's, uh, I think that's all that I got for this evening. I'm not going to go out on anything because I'm sitting here in my house alone recording this podcast for everyone to listen to. But thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, tomorrow is going to be the last day for that. I got Caleb Smith coming out on the podcast. He's a great dude. He um, He's going to be sharing his heart about question four. Question four for those of you, if you want to get ready, is you do not want to leave two, do you? And that's specifically from John 6, 67. The full passage there is John 6, 25 to 70. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast, everyone. Just a reminder, if you ever want to be on this podcast, please find me, find Joe. Let us know. We definitely want you to come on here. The whole entire point of this podcast is to give everyone a voice. If I ever say anything that you disagree with, you know what? Please do let me know. I really do encourage you so that we can sit down, we can talk about it, and we can uh, we can just have a great time connecting. So, yeah, please reach out. Go to iTunes, rate this podcast, head on over to the website, www.secondplacechurch.com, and check out everything there for uh, news and events that's uh, coming up with with Second Place. Thanks for tuning in, everyone.